Hey there. It's time to double down on your pleasure and your fun. It's time for Ed. And it's time for Sean. It's time for Easter's. And welcome to episode 260, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And Cornholio. <laughs> Do you have a TV for a <laughs> All right, so hi, everybody. Welcome to part two of yeah. the show that we do on Sunday nights. I'll fill you in all that information at the end. Um, here in part two, we start off with what's coming out in video games. Yes. And we give our review of the beta for Battlefront 2. Yes. The Star Wars game is coming out in October. Um I don't know what motion to say, and I give you. A well, I want to. I want to add just a little disclaimer because we were mentioning the fact that it's going on right now. By the but time they, they, done. this show's done, so um, unfortunately, if you were like, "Ooh, I want to try and get into in on it," you can't at this point. It's it's going to be over by the time this tough days. <laughs> For those people who are catching it, when you guys, if you guys have been a part of the beta, when you'll sit back and you're relaxed and you can enjoy that part. For those people who want to be part of beta, I guess you're SOL. <laughs> so, you know, then I bring a couple of little news tidbits. Yeah. And then uh, that's pretty much it the show. Yes. Um, so uh, why don't you just uh, sit back and relax, and we'll see you in, at the end, baby. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just a chocolate radio those apps. Hey, right. Ed, what's coming out in video games? All right, let's go. Uh, when video games is coming out this week is Raid World War Two by Five Hundred Five Games for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Okay, um, I think that's a game where you have to steal the gold that Hitler took. Is that it? Reading? I'm reading and I don't <laughs> see it, but yeah. I'm All right, now I must be thinking of another game. All right. All right. What else? Uh, the Invincible Hours by Game Trust for the PS4. That's a Tuesday release. That is a uh, PlayStation VR game where you have to um uh it's basically the murder of tesla and there is you it's like a murder mystery yes that you can be a part of or you can follow like let's say a person mm-hmm. and the game plays out in like real time where no matter if let's say you're at like the other end of the house when the mystery is solved you're gonna miss it because <laughs> like, <laughs> you need to be there yeah. but the idea is to follow like a character or characters and do a little investigating on your own, but ultimately, depending on who you follow, changes the way the story is told. Okay, I guess because it's playing out on a live team, live time. All right. All right. What else? Middle Earth: Shadow of War by Warner Home Video Games for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Yeah, that's the big release this week. It's the uh, sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Okay. Supposed to be bigger. Um, I enjoyed the first one. I. Didn't have I didn't like there wasn't a lot of replayability. Okay, but this one looks okay. I'm not a big fan of the, and it's it's funny. I'm the I'm a, not a fan of the one thing that makes it different from all other games. It's this nemesis system, or or where you, um, the orcs have this hierarchy, right. and let's say you get killed in the game by one of these orcs, well then the orc goes up in rank. And becomes, like, stronger. Right. Um, and you can uh, have, like, other orcs fight other orcs to gain the power struggles. I, it, it was like, eh, all right, well, how about just a simple game of you and your um, ethereal elven lord ghost buddy 
you know, just going around killing things. All right. All right, what else? Uh, Raiden 5 Director's Cut Limited Edition by UFO Interactive Games for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. That's not Raiden, the guy from Mortal Kombat. Okay. <laughs> I got it figured. All right, what else? Uh, Battle Chasers Night War by THQ Nordic for the Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. <clears throat> All right. Cyber Dimension Neb- Neptunia. Four Goddesses Online by Idea Factory for the PS4. That's a Tuesday release. It's the uh, uh, Hyper Neptunia series. Yeah. All right. Japanese anime. Okay. What else? Uh, Tiny Barbarians DX by Night Calls Incorporated for the Switch. And that's a Tuesday release. Yay. Friday the 13th, The Game by Gun Media for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Friday release. You know why? Because it's Friday the 13th. Yeah, that's right. Talk about timing. <laughs> um, yeah, well, the game itself has been out for a while now, mm-hmm. but this is the first time they're actually putting it on disc. Okay. So it's where you and uh, seven other players, one of you is Jason, the other one's a camp counselors, and the idea is that you have, if you're not Jason, you have to kind of escape the campgrounds. Okay. If you are Jason, guess what you get to do? Just guess. Kill everybody. Yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what else you got? Uh, WWE 2K18 Deluxe Edition by 2K for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Friday release. Yeah, it comes out Friday. The regular game comes out next Tuesday. All right. Yeah. All right, what else? Uh, the Evil Within 2 by Bethesda Softworks for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And that's a Friday release. Oh, guess why? Because uh, it's Friday the 13th? Yes. Right. <laughs> it's a horror game. All right. And finally... Bad Apple Wars by Day One Edition, only at GameStop by Axis Games Incorporated for the PS Vita, and that's a Friday release. Oh, joy. Right, what else? That is it. All right. All right, let's talk some video games. All right. This week uh, um, is the beta for the Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes. Um, I guess you said, sorry, what, Wednesday? Well, if the, pre, the guys who pre-ordered before October got it two days early. Everybody who pre-ordered in, in October or just now to, to get it, they only start start on Friday for that. Okay, all right. So we got like two extra days <laughs> since we pre-ordered it before then. Um, actually, technically, I pre-ordered it before they even had the beta, so I had to cancel my pre-order and re-pre-order it again <laughs> to get the code. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you've probably been playing longer than I have because I I played maybe about two hours worth. Okay. Oh, um, so I probably you... played about six hours worth of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, really. You know, uh, of course, the you know, I found out Thursday, like during the day that it was coming out. I'm like, oh, really? Like, I got to get home now and play this game. <laughs> no, actually, Wednesday. I'm sorry. It started really Wednesday. So I, I, I went home Wednesday and I plugged it in and waited for it to up. Of course, I had to update my ex, my PS4 first <laughs> right. and then update or do the download for the uh, beta. And, uh. Right away, got my ass handed to me over <laughs> and over again because the first first thing they show you, they they basically shove it in your face. Well, first they have uh, Boyega, John Boyega, yeah, yes, do a intro. I mean, you show you've seen it on Facebook, I'm sure, the videos or YouTube where he explains the beta. Well, I think it's um, yeah, he explains what's going on. What I find very humorous is the fact that when the first Battlefront came out, he was the first person was like, kind of wish it had a story mode. Yes, so they're like. Shit, what if we get this guy coming in to do a, a little video? Because it was like a five-minute video, I yes, think. Yes, yeah, it was. I was watching. I was going, oh, they got him. That's funny. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. 
and he explains everything that's going to happen to it. So after you get that video done, they the first thing they really basically shove you in your face because it's huge and all is the assault. Right. So you go, all right, I'm I'm in, you know. And of course, because it's a beta, they're not giving you every feature of the game. So you you play on the boo and feed, which is from episode one, and you're either a clone trooper or a uh, uh, separatist with the robots, uh, right. the droid army. And you have to either, if you're the droid army, you have to invade Thieve with this MTT tank, this huge tank, get in there, not only get to that port, but get inside the uh, main throne room and capture the throne room. And if you do that, you win. If you're the clone troopers, you have to stop it. Right. So you have all these opportunities. And basically, when it gets to the last one, there's like, I think, 100 guys you have to basically kill off before they get to the throne roof and, and right, succeed. Right, yeah. So that's that's the option. So I, you know, I, I thought it was great because you get to change your character after you die. So like, if you don't do well as a certain character, and you go, well, screw it, I want to be somebody else. You can do that, right? <clears throat> so they give you four classes. The course is the standard soldier, the heavy, which is like the heavy machinist. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, a specialist, which is like a sniper, uh-huh. and then the commander. Right. And each side has those, so it's not like. The, the robot side, the clone side have different ones that are basically the same. It's just de- de- depending on, on that. Now, also, too, as a feature is you can collect points, basically, like like currency through the game and buy certain things. Like you could buy ships or uh, tanks or heroes or villains, depending right. on what side you're playing, to enhance the game. So, of course, when I'm playing, I ain't killing anybody. <laughs> <laughs> My ass is being handed to me over and over and but i'm like i don't care this is star wars (laughs) (laughs) running around like wow this is this is cool like i don't know why i didn't like the first movie maybe that's the reason why you keep getting killed because you're sightseeing in the middle of a war (laughs) so i mean of course when when the game ends my side wins and i'm like well it wasn't because of me (laughs) i was too busy trying to smell flowers so um so that was like the first night. I kind of uh, uh, was like, all right, I'm just going to kind of give up and, and just because it was late by the time right. I finally get everything done. So I was like, all right. So Thursday, I played a little bit before you came over for the right. movie. And it was a little bit better. Like, I finally killed one person. And I was like, yes, personal <laughs> victory. Yeah. But that guy had my name written all over it. <laughs> he kept looking for me. That son of a bitch asshole ain't going to get me. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, 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 like I said, you could switch from different ones. The specialist was kind of cool, but the thing is, is that there wasn't really too much duck and cover like you could do. Like you could just sit far away and, and right. snipe it's, something. You can't camp, right? So because eventually somebody finds you, and just annihilates you within seconds. You know. Uh, so uh, I didn't play Friday and uh, Saturday. I played for probably most of the afternoon at that point, and it was just like I was really starting to pick up because i was raising ranks because because right. the more points you get the more the higher rank yeah, goes your standard upgrade you exactly know. and then they of course the uh you get a lot of uh battle cards or star cards to use for the game as you progress so the better you get the more star cards you get the the better your your abilities are so that's it was really good. So like, you could be progressively good if, if you're horrible. Like you, right. you, you can get better at it. So when I was using the star cards, it was starting to become more fun. Like just more fun to get into it. More, 
more adventurous. But I was like, say, it's the same thing over and over again. You're in Theed. <laughs> you're not like, getting like, I can't wait to see other planets because this is going to be awesome. The next one is a, a ch- there's two other ones that you could play. The other one was a challenge. It's, it's a it's a you could either do a co-op or a single player. And the one I always keep getting, which is I think the the only choice you get in the, in for this, is that you are Darth Maul, and you have to um, wipe out the clone army. You have to. There's like 25 guys you have to kill. All right, I saw that video on Facebook. And it's a time. It's a time right. event. So you have to to kill them. And as you kill them, you get three plus seconds. So now you're not only have to run around and find these people, you got to kill them quick. So that way you get those three seconds. I have not succeeded in that yet because I was just like just getting used to Darth Maul and moving around and <laughs> getting that lightsaber. To... Like, oh, that's pretty. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> now I, I gave up on looking like doing the tour, you know, at that point. But it was it was like because like like you might get like five or six in one room and you get those. But now you got to go through the rest of the, the, the throne or the rest of the, the capital, I guess to find more. So it gets harder because then it's like, you could waste like 10 seconds just running right. around trying to find him. Even though you see him on the radar, you're like trying to find him in the map and, and it's like up oh, times up and you're like, ah, damn. Now the third one was the, uh, I didn't play yet, which was the, uh, aerial assault. You get to play okay, a, ba- a battle and uh, things. So I'll let you actually talk about that. No, one. Okay. okay. Well, um, I too, when, after I enjoyed the video, yes. Um, cause I, you know, all the new stuff, I liked the graph that they showed where it was like, this is the stuff that's in battlefront one. Right. And this here is the stuff that's in battlefront two. And it's exponentially bigger, right? There's a bar graph that goes yeah. way across right. the screen. You're like, wow. Okay. Of course. Then they introduced the, uh, single player campaign, which everyone's like, yay. Um, it takes place right after, um, return of the Jedi and mm. leads up to the, um, force awakens. Yes. And, from what everyone have said, it's canon. This is actually the real story about what happened. Real story, but you know, Star Wars world. Yeah, about what happened in that time frame between uh, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Yes, so you get to see like what they consider canon. Right. You get to play it, which is kind of cool. Um, I did go um, the assault first, obviously, like mm-hmm. everybody else. I got a little confused because I forgot at that moment that stormtroopers were not the good guys they were the i mean that they were the bad guys like uh or we were the, the clone I, troopers were the good guys see that's where i got confused at because i'm at the robot i'm the roger roger yeah and i'm running around and i see a stormtrooper i'm like hey what's up bro and i'm like running and all of a sudden he starts shooting me and i'm like hey what why oh that's right they're the good guys i'm supposed to be destroying them shit like <laughs> <laughs> so my first death was considered you know like whoopsie yeah like but then once I was like, oh, I'm supposed to shoot the stormtroopers. Gotcha. And then I think I fared better than, than I used to. Right. Only because I've been playing Destiny 2 for the last few weeks. So I've gotten used to the player, player, player versus player. And I'm like, guy's got a name. Shoot him. Yeah. Now, um, I did pretty good. I went up, I think, a couple ranks after the first, um, my first real go around. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. It was interesting. But again, it was like, all right, I did this. I played both sides. Yeah. Kind of want something else now. Like, right, yeah. Um, then I did. I didn't do the single play, the the challenge thing, so I'm glad that I didn't know what was in it. It was all co-op. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go, hey, Stacy, baby, you want to kill some something with me? You know, because, again, it would be, probably be a split-screen thing. Right. Now that I know I can do it by myself, I'm like, all right, maybe I'll dabble into it. Yeah. I did do the aerial assault one. I really hope that when the game comes out, there's like a, a moment or a training like thing where I can just kind of practice flying 
because I fucking suck at the flying thing. I can't. I can't do the controls, the pitch, and the yaw, and the firing. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, look at me. I'm like, and I slam into a ship. Shit. Like, <laughs> like look at me. I'm firing. I'm firing. I'm like, okay, well, I want to go in here. Let me bank around. Wait, now, now I'm upside down. I, I don't want to be upside down. Uh, why am I getting shot at? I can't uh, slam into a ship. Fuck. <laughs> um, it, was, it was fun. I mean, it was bigger. Like, mm-hmm. and it was out in space, which was even better. Right. Because I got tired of being like, hey, look. And the first one, I'm like, I'm in the sky. Like, I don't remember, you know, these guys being in the sky like this. But uh, okay. Now that it, we're outside in space, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Um, I did notice a graphic difference between the first one and the second one. Mm-hmm. Again, I think it's because the the first one was designed for all the systems. Mm-hmm. And this one was just, it, it looked better. Right. Just looked better. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to when it comes out. Comes out uh, end of uh, beginning November. The November. Well, uh, the the actual release date is November seventeenth, which is a Friday. Right. But since you, if you pre order it, you get it three days earlier, which will be the thirteenth, which is the Tuesday. Right. So that's the that's the kind of uh, thing you're going to. Yeah, wait for. I'm a little window. tired of this whole Tuesday Friday kind of release date stuff. I'm like, why don't you just put the game out on one day? Stop making it because, because to me, it bothers me is the fact that it's like, hey, if you if you pre-order this game, it comes out, you get it three days early. But then when the game comes out to three days early, it's like, oh, you can just walk into a store and buy it. And it's like, well, what's the, what's the incentive of pre-ordering it then if you can just... Well, you get all those bonus features, too. There's right. others. There's those skins and other the, the command ability for the type of thing from when you're doing your group. Understandable, you know. but if you don't care about that stuff, you just want to buy the game. And you know the game comes out three days early, and it's supposed to be a pre-order bonus thing, like to be able to. to no, be- you can't. You can't buy it three days early. That's that, that's where you're wrong. That's where I'm wrong. I'm telling that's, you. That's what I was told. Is the exactly fact- that's what you're told to pre-order it first of all. But I guarantee you, because I've experienced multiple times where a game has come out three days early, and it's supposed to be just if you pre-order it, there is a, a memo that comes out and goes, "Oh, you can sell it to anybody." And oh, so geez. someone will walk in and be like, yeah, I know it's three days early, but can I buy it? Sure. Like, it, there's no incentive outside of the the visual. Like, you get a Kylo Ren and a Rey Force Awakens skins. But you I mean, get extra you, weapons and other yeah. guys stuff. I mean, it's like you're probably eventually going to get that in a patch release probably. update in a couple months or whatever. Or you yeah. find a way to open it up. Because I did, like, they added loot crates, which I thought were kind of fun. Yeah. Where, you know, it's like, oh, look, you did something here. Open up this crate, and it's like you get some uh, like data disks, you open up, you get more cards. Right. I was like, all right, that's kind of cute. Seems to be like loot crates are the way to go now. Um, thanks to, I mean, other games have done it. I think Overwatch kind of has done a better job of, hey, look, it's a special occasion. Here's a loot crate. Then, you know, with skins and stuff, stuff you really don't want, you know, you don't really need, but, oh, we're going to make you want it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, and Destiny does that too now, where you get loot crates. Like every time you go up a level um, on light, you get a diamond Ingram that gives you like fancy shit that no one might not have until right. you get to that level. Um, I enjoyed it. Like I can't wait till it comes out. So I'm like, yay, to come along for that. Okay. So, I had a quick question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I don't know a whole lot about betas. You know what I mean? Yeah. The star cards and like the level up and and everything that you earned while right. playing the beta. When you get the game, do you still have all of that, or do you have to start from the bottom again? Um, it depends on what the they decide to do. 
Oh. Most of the time, it's it is like, hey, you get to keep what you got because oh, okay. you you sign into uh, your EA account, right? So it's going to be linked. You might, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you get like a little extra bonus for being part of the beta, right? Excuse me, like when I was part of the beta for Destiny when it first came out, um, when I started the game, I got to keep. I didn't get to keep everything because it was designed to start at the bottom level and work your way up. But they did give me like a little special. Um, header for my ID mm-hmm. to be like, hey, you were part of the beta. Good job. Here's a little something something to thank you. For- so when playing the beta, you could like, I, I don't know the ranking system or how high you could go or anything like that, but just for conversation sake, I guess, you could theoretically get up to like rank 10. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And then when you start the game, not be at rank 10. Uh, it's possible. I don't, very, very. Really depends on the developer. That's, yeah. the, that's okay. the question. I mean, like, what, what are they going to do? I can't imagine not doing that at this point. Most most of them do let you keep the stuff. Okay. Very rarely, because like, you're not you're not getting the full game. That's right, the, right. the whole point of this. Was like just, just giving you a sampling of what right. it is, and you're going to play it. I think a lot of people will be pissed off that they got so far in the right, beta that they put a days. bunch of time right. into the beta right. and, and hours into the beta, and then yeah, like start I, I guarantee right. you that there is a person who pre-ordered it, started playing it Wednesday. And probably hasn't stopped playing it, right. so it's going to be over. And so they like collect a lot of shit, like right. they were so high up there. If the game comes out, let's say when the, when the game comes right. out and they get to keep all their shit, they're already going to be at a higher level than everybody else. Right now, that's good and bad in certain ways because it's great because look, yeah, you, know, you did all that time and you don't you get to have maybe like an edge on on things, but it depends on how they do their um, ranking system. Right, like if I'm at a level ten. And it's me and like five other guys did that, and they and they keep it. It might just be if they're smart, they would go, okay, well, all you guys, since you're at this level, it's gonna be you five guys doing this battle because no one's with you. Right. Now you talked about yeah. rank keeping people in the same ranks playing yeah. together and stuff like that before. I'm just thinking like because I don't have the experience in betas, I'm like, well, if I don't get to keep any of that shit, what's the point of playing the beta? You know. Or, not necessarily like what's the point of playing it, but what's the point of like putting all those hours into it if I know I'm going to lose it all when I play the actual game. Well, the the the, the major advantage of it is the fact is, is that you already know how the controls work. Right. No, so you absolutely be... switch switch those yeah. controls. So you, so like if if because Sean was having a hard time flying, right. maybe he, now he's going to spend the day now like tomorrow flying to learn it. So when the, the game comes out. He, if he has to start beginning, he knows now how to fly the ship. He's going to be able to fly through. People just picked it up going, I'm not really sure how to do this. And he's like, I'm going to you know, yeah. nail five of these right away. Right. It means that you've you've practiced. You yeah. have to practice time in. I also have a question about that. I hate games that you have to fly in because the flight controls are inverted a lot of the time. Right. You, know you can mean? change and it. You can? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can change okay. it. Because I, I can't handle was, the up is down and down is up. That was the one of the first things I check when okay. I when I'm looking at games. I can't like, yeah, I can't play like that. I, I'm gonna have to spend some time to actually figure out the way I like because I do. It's hard because I'm used to playing both ways where mm-hmm. down is up, up is down. Like they're real flight controls. Right. I'm used to playing it that way. Sometimes it is okay. Well, I want to go up and push up. It gets me more confused, right? Because it's like I know I'm behind the wheel of a flying vehicle. So if I want to go down, I should push up. It it's it becomes I have to retrain my hand right. depending on what game I'm playing because I because sometimes you don't have it you can't switch it right that's what I was saying because I've played like flying games or stuff that you have to fly in games before you know what I mean right. and you can't change it 
and I'm like, oh, because I'm not used to playing like that, right. I'm always really bad at it because in my head, up is not down and down right. is not up, even though I do know that that is actually how flying works. Right. You know what I mean? My thumbs don't know that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 this one, it's the same thing with the flaying. It's, it's when I was playing, down's up, up's down. But um, it's a lot. But the option to change it is there. Yeah, yes. it has a lot to do more with, I'm used to spinning my camera with the right control stick. Uh-huh. And when I do it with that, I'm actually turning. Can you change that? You know, I, in some games, you can actually go in and, like, change the buttons there's, of there's the controls. controls. There's, a, there's, there's basically in, in this one, there is a set of, like, series controls to mm-hmm. set it to what, like, standards. Right. And then there's a custom section. Okay. That you could customize each button to whatever right. action. Right. So, like, if X normally shoots, just... Normally the triggers shoot, right. but like if X shoots, but you don't want X to shoot, you want the triggers to yeah. shoot. You can you actually did, like right, change yeah. them. Okay, yeah. I was just curious. Like I guess when the game comes out, I'll, I'll probably spend like some time to be going. Okay, let me hop into the like. I hope there's like a training option where so I you can, can hop out what's in. comfortable for you. Yeah, so right. I can diddle daddly with you know like hey, you know, it'll probably be in the single player campaign right. part mm-hmm. where I'll be able to go. Hey, look at me! I'm learning how to fly! Yay! Because a couple times uh, with the other one, I would have it set to the normal setting and then I would try the inverted setting but then I get annoyed because I played the original way too long mm-hmm. that it becomes like it becomes more difficult so I gotta right, to unlearn right, that I gotta get that retraining thing going on again. right mm-hmm. you know okay um <clears throat> any other games Sarah I think uh, you were saying you were going to talk a little bit about uh, Destiny 2 that you were um, Destiny in? 2 is I started a new character okay I finished the story for the, my, my original character and I'm at a level of like 271, but I've kind of plateaued at that moment because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, what else can I do except the weekly and daily grinds? I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to. I never got the trophies for. There's a trophy to get all the hunt, all the Titan stuff and all the Warlock stuff. So I'm probably going to go back and play the campaign with those two characters again, mm-hmm. just to get pop the trophies. And who knows? Like it would be nice to be able to get those other characters up in level, right? Just in case if I need to kind of join like a fire team and they're short, um, you know, there it's like, hey, it's uh, seven hunters all on the same team. Where like, yeah, you have to switch it up. We need a titan, you know. Like <laughs> I, I at least go in and go. Let me get the other guy. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's still having fun. Like I said, just kind of because I plateaued with where I think I could be at the moment. So it's just uh, gotta just grinding it out again. Just grinding it out. Grinding it out. Um, I, in a couple weeks, I know that the 17th is uh, uh, South Park comes out. So I'll have uh, that, a review on that when it comes out. All right. Um, she, you haven't done much in Minecraft lately, have you? It's not that I haven't done anything. I've <laughs> done lots of stuff, but it's always the same. The only new thing that I learned since last show is that at nighttime, monsters come out. Into like your world okay. or whatever, and I I did not know that. Um, so the other day Sean comes home from work, and I'm like, babe, there's fucking spiders everywhere, and there's these green guys that blow up if I get too close to them, and I'm like <laughs> freaking out because I don't know how to fight them. You right. know what I mean? Like I just want to build shit. I don't want to fight anything. So it's kind of forced. The game's forcing me to fight things. So Sean's like, no, you got to get the diamond sword, and I'm like, here, babe, just do it for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like really. Like, he didn't yeah. build a fucking thing, Ed. He really didn't, and that's okay. But he did take the diamond sword and go, like, hit a spider twice. He was like, Stacey, it's that fucking easy. Like, really, <laughs> yeah. this is not that hard. Yeah, it was really like, 
funk, funk, it died. Right. And look, here, here's a creeper. Those are the things that explode when you get too close. You hit them a couple times. When they fall over, they kind of make a poof. You back up, and right. they explode, and you don't get hurt. Right. You know? There's like these little skeleton dudes that shoot arrows at you. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not happy with Minecraft. I don't want to fight things, Ed. I just want to build shit. They're kind of forcing me, and I don't like that. So That's kind of weird, though, because, I mean, you're just in creation mode when you're doing this, and it's still kind of a playable Yeah, world. yeah, no, there's totally bad guys. I think part, part of it's because you can actually have people come visit your land. Right. And so... No, uh, when I created... Um, basically, when I started my world, you can go to the options, and there's, like, host options. And there is actually, like, a... I'm going to call it a serial number because I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. That if I if I had a friend who was playing Minecraft, I don't know if you can cross-platform do it. But if I had a friend who was playing Minecraft on PlayStation, right. I could give them like my little number, and when they were when they went to like load a world, mm-hmm. they could like type in the little serial number that I gave them right. and actually be able to come to my world. Now I don't do that because I don't want people fucking my shit up. Right. So I don't like. Um, there's a part where you can make it online, which I'm assuming I'm not sure, but I'm assuming it means that people can like randomly spawn into your world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like that either. So I unchecked that box. Like, no, don't come in my shit. I figured out how to control the weather. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm just built in shit. You know what I mean? Like I got like a whole little town going up, but that, I mean, that's pretty much it. All Minecraft's right. not really a whole lot to talk about in Minecraft. You know what I mean? I'm building shit. She's too busy creating worlds, Ed. Yeah. All right. Uh, which would kind of go into, I would say probably an article that I came across. Okay. For you. For me? Yeah. Oh. Minecraft movie. Everything we know so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I mean, um, it's just basically they're just, well, when will the movie be? Rec- it looks like it's a May 24th, 2019 release date. Um, it's going to, it's going to probably be rated PG or PG-13, obviously. Um, and will it be live action or animated? Current reports seem that assuming the Minecraft movie is going to be a live action project with an eye towards a 3D IMAX theatrical release. <laughs> okay, I'm going to apologize right now for what I'm about to do because I'm about to take some air out of your sails, Rick. Okay, I, I don't particularly care about a Minecraft movie. All right. And the only reason why I don't is because the only reason why I like this game is because I can build shit. Okay. That's it. I still have yet to touch, like, the story mode. You know I mean, like, I don't give a fuck about that at all. I don't even see myself touching it. So I'm like, why is a Minecraft movie even necessary? All I do is build houses. <laughs> you know, houses and can, fire Can pits. you imagine that? Like, that's what it is. That's like, the whole movie. is right. like them building. That's stupid. <laughs> Just watch me be going, click, I'm going to put that there. I'm going to put that here. No, it's boring as fuck to watch. Like, <laughs> I won't play when Sean's home. Like, as soon as he gets home from work, I'll, like, finish up what I'm building and then, like, stop. Because, I, first of all, the music is, I mean, it's up there. God with, awful. It's up there with, like, No Man's Sky music. It will put you to sleep, okay? I'm not going to force him to, like, watch that. <laughs> like, there's nothing, there's nothing going on. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know, half the time I'm just, like, tearing shit down so that I can build more shit. You know, like, sometimes I'm, I'm busting shit up and sometimes I'm actually building shit. But I can, like, tear mountains up for hours, Ed. Like, yeah, she can. And, like, not actually get anything done. I'm not going to make... I would never watch a movie about that. Uh, I love <laughs> this is going to work. It? Yeah, we'll see. What it's... I don't... Right. This is the Minecraft full soundtrack. Yeah, that's, that's it. it? 
look. Hey, babe, babe, go go destroy that mountain for me. Hop, hack, 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 hack. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna advance this a little <laughs> bit. And see okay. see what forget anything else. It's my favorite one. That's it. You see, most of the time when I'm playing Minecraft, I will mute the TV and like actually play music on my phone. Like when I found out that Tom Petty passed away, yeah. um, my mother and my father were huge Tom Petty fans. Yeah. So I've listened to Tom Petty my whole life. But when I found out Tom Petty passed away, I muted the television. I don't want to listen to that shit. Like that makes me want to go to sleep while I'm busting <laughs> mountains up. Muted the television and just played like Tom Petty on my phone for like three hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I didn't listen to that shit. Wait, 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 I'm not done yet. Right, I'm not done yet. Alright. Going more into it. I'm gonna go deep. <laughs> We're going deep into this thing. Deep. Wow. Yeah. See, this sounds like somebody in the eighties when they first created computer music with a keyboard connected to a PC with those, those big box machines. And wrote this music. <sighs> Sorry. There was exact, exact much excitement into it, yes. <laughs> it's super boring. Like, I will admit Imagine that. a two-hour movie with that soundtrack. You this is a two-hour soundtrack, by the way. <laughs> One more. It's probably, like, nighttime. Yeah, nighttime, nighttime scary comes, stuff. Because scary stuff comes. In the story mode, apparently what you're supposed to do is right when you start the story mode, you're supposed to build, like, yourself a fortress to be able to, like, um, I guess, like, hide in for when nighttime comes. Because that's when, like, all the monsters come and where they'll, like, full-on, like, come to attack you. In the creative mode that I play, they kind of just walk around. And if I happen to stumble across one, I guess if I get too close, they'll attack me. But I could, like, fly right past them and they're not going to do anything. Apparently in the story mode, they actually, like, come for you. Huh. And there's like little zombie dudes. I like to light them on fire so that they run around and burn. <laughs> I, I bust forests down a lot, and I figured out that if I light the little zombie dudes on fire when they run around the forest, it, the fire will spread, and it does a whole lot of fucking work for me. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, where's my block of magma? Because I need <laughs> time to die. See, so basically, guys. instead of listening to that, she kind of she rather listen to this. <laughs> Tiger style. Tiger style. Yo. Who take clan ain't nothing to fuck with? Who take clan ain't nothing to fuck with? Who take clan ain't nothing to fuck with? I listen to a lot of crazy shit while I play. Babe, I need to build a roof. I'll be tossing and forcing my style is awesome. I'm causing more family food than Richard Dawson. Is that a Wu Tang fan? Not that song. Hey, I'm you know they're not on the fuck <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous. What all the different things that I listen to, but yeah. All right. Well, uh, Netflix. All right, Netflix. All right. Um, first, they're raising their prices. Yes. I don't know if you heard that. Yes, I did. Oh, whopping dollar. Whoo. Maybe two. I think was it two dollars. Then I was well, it was one dollar for the tent for the middle mid range, two dollars for the high range, and I think the low range is staying the same. Apparently, people are outraged. Yes, they are. I I don't know why. It's two fucking dollars. I don't have a news article. I'm just making a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not really. I'm kind of surprised that they're outraged because I'm like, it's a buck or two bucks. Like, 
get over it. Like it's, you know, it's $12 more a year or $24 more a year. Like, Oh, well, like I know for all that, for all that shit, for all that entertainment you're going to get. See, the thing, the thing though, is, is that when the next two years happens and ever, and then the great divide of Netflix happens, that's where it's going to start. Really? The shit's going to hit the fan. When the content disappears and you're not well, going like to get when Disney goes, okay, it's time to right. our shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause I've, I've heard, I've, I've actually had a report on, on, on Facebook about that $5 a month for the Disney. That's it. Uh, yes. Oh, I thought it was going to be a lot more than that. So I, I, I heard a maximum of 10, you know, cool I heard 10, I heard 10 month. to 20 a month. Well, it, of course, probably the five hours is the base model. The one right, like single one single. Right. Yeah. Probably multiple is going to be like eight or ten, or you know, and then mm-hmm. maybe like I'm an cool ultimate. Ten dollars a month too. I, I need them to have certain stuff. You know what I mean? Like if they release their whole Disney library, not just like the movies, but like the Disney Channel original movies, the old television shows, like the old cartoons. I need all of that, and I do not give a shit about ten. Take my money, Mister Mouse. <laughs> Apparently that's what they're going to have the content, yes. and this, this is going not just going to be the Disney movies, Marvel movies, and Star Wars movies. It's also going to have all their shows, past oh, shows, yes. uh, some specials. I wonder how past and past shows they're going. You see, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take some of that old Annette Funicello stuff. We're going to put it into there, and then we're going to get some new Mickey Mouse Club. You're going to see Baby Timberlake and Baby <laughs> Brittany. All right, M-I-C-K-Y. and baby, and baby Aguilera, and they're gonna do some little fun stuff. You're I totally like, oh. watch that. That's right, and then we're gonna throw in some Miley Cyrus. We're gonna do some Hannah Montana, and then we're gonna do you know some uh, um, High School Musicals I and all that. And shit. we're only gonna charge you five bucks a month. Yes, take for now. money. And then after a year, we're gonna raise it ten dollars. Take my money. <laughs> Because then, then we're going to add Phil the Future, even oh, yes. Stevens. <laughs> I wonder if it'll all be like available as soon as it happens, or if they'll slowly. I mean... No, it's going to be a slow import. You're not. You're not going to get a full content blowout. I, I. I just basically from what I've what I've seen from the the Roku channel. I, I just as I said like last month, the Roku channel came out it was like a few weeks ago, and. Uh, it was very limited. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was it was a lot of movies on there that I'm like, oh, I could see this, I could see that, and enjoy them. Now, like that, like the since October started, a lot more movies have come on. Right. So now it's like getting bigger. Like so you got right. So it's a slow build. So imagine like in a year's time, it's going to have like a really good, you know. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I could see library. I, I mean, I'm more interested in seeing if they're going to be like, okay, you know what? Here's all of Even Steven, or is it going to be like, hey, we're going to do season four. You know, for now, and then like a year down the road, we'll do season one. You know, I kind of hope they dump like. I think they're probably going to give you the whole. I mean, I think like old, will, the whole series of even Stevens or th- whole whatever. I, I think Disney's will be smarter to be put all their shit, not all of it, but like, hey, we're going to put Kim Possible. Here's all the shows for Kim Possible because they're going to want people binge watching for the next, you know, how many years? It's not. I, don't, I think. If, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna. See, I mean, like Disney, Disney's smart. I mean, you know, it's they're going to basically steal the model from Netflix. They're going to be stuff that's going to disappear. You're not going to see it, and then some holiday, it's going to come out, and you're going to go, oh, okay, I get to see this movie again. I haven't seen it in a long time, and enjoy it because it's like, imagine you, 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 right now, you go, oh, you're gonna be like, mine's gonna blow, and you're gonna watch everything you possibly can on this thing. But then after a while, you go six months, a year from now, you're not going to be like. Uh, you know what? I've seen pretty much a lot of stuff, and I'm right. tired of Disney. You know, moving on, and they're they're gonna go. We you know we're gonna keep you 
interested month right. to month and you know you're going to get this series we're going to we're going to take this series right because we can't have all of our content running 24 7 across the world like it's just impossible i wonder if they'll pull out some of their vault stuff to put on there i mean probably it'll probably be that'll probably be for the people who are willing to pay a little extra like the premium stuff yeah like you know what it might be five bucks for you to have like one one item you want to stream disney on your phone here you go Five right. bucks a month. You know what? You want to do it on your TV? Here's ten dollars a month. We'll give you a couple extra things. But if you want to get, you know, like the premium stuff, the stuff that no one else could see, that's where the fifteen, twenty dollars a month's gonna come Take in. Take my money. You know, hey, you know what? We're gonna have all our Disney films on there, but that's only available for the premium people. You know, you want your Disney sing-alongs? That's premium. Wow. You gotta pay twenty bucks a month for that. I disagree. Well, we'll find out. Because I mean, Disney treats you whether you're the Poor pauper or the richest man on earth. I, I, yeah, but they have the ability to pick and choose what you want. They're going to give you. They're going to try to be the best at their best. It may not be twenty bucks, but I mean, if you could get double the content for double the money, people are going to go like, well, it's only it's only an extra five bucks. Why not pay it? Right. You know, like it, people are going to look at it like as much as people are in outrage. In fact, Netflix raised our prices at maximum of two dollars. If Disney walked in and said, you know what? For five bucks, you get this. For ten bucks, you get all this. You know, plus the five dollar a month. People are like, oh, well, it's only ten bucks a month. Who cares? Right. And Netflix is going, wait, what? You guys are bitching at us for two dollars. <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, here you go. Well, that's the thing, though, though. I mean, Netflix has been around for a few years. So for them to raise a dollar is kind of going, yo, <laughs> wait, you know, you, you raised prices like a couple years ago. And now you're doing it again. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, uh, and Netflix you know, is going because we got more original material. We right, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like they people don't see the 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 far through the trees. They're like, well, they're doing more for you. So they're, you've got to pay more for it. Well, right? I mean, especially it could have something to do with uh, recently. They, <laughs> Netflix just bought a bunch of comic book properties. Okay. Um, the, the guy who's uh, he's a writer. His name's Mark Miller. Mm-hmm. He has written stuff. Uh, he's got a publishing house. It's called Miller. It's uh, the ac- the biggest news of the comic book world right now is Netflix acquisition of Miller World. Uh, Mark Miller's publishing house is now in the hands of the streaming service, making it the only the third time a comic book company has been purchased at this scale. Following the sale of Marvel Comics to DC back in 2009, and DC Comics to Warner Brothers back in 1968. Well, wait, wait, it was Marvel Comics to Disney. Yeah, Marvel. I'm sorry, Marvel sale from Marvel Comics. Did I say Disney to Marvel Comics? You said you said Marvel Comics to DC. Oh, I'm sorry, Marvel Comics to Disney. Disney bought Marvel in 2009. Warner's brought D, bought DC in 1968. Netflix bought Millard World in 2017. All right, all right. Um, this is what we have to look forward to. They're looking forward to creating new Netflix originals mm-hmm. from several existing franchises, as well as new superhero, anti-hero, fantasy, sci-fi, and horror stories. And with the amount of that they're investing in this new content, it's safe to say that more than a few Miller World characters are going to be brought to brought to life, maybe even kick ass. Okay. Um, here's uh, here's a couple of their couple of the comic books that. Are available. Oh, now it's going to freak out on me. Fuck. Gotta hate these people. First off, Kingsman. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> could possibly be a TV show. I think I don't need to know to talk about what the Kingsman is because right. there's two movies. Right. All right. Then there's another one. American Jesus, Ed. <laughs> American Jesus. 
America Jesus is a revival of, is a revival of Chosen. The first is what meant to be a three book run published by Dark Horse in 2004. Mm-hmm. The series centers on Jody uh, Christensen, a 12 year old boy who discovers that he's not actually a normal mid- Midwestern kid growing up in the mid 80s, but actually the returned Christ on Earth. Uh, Miller retained uh, with the Chosen Illustrator, uh, revamped the comic series, renaming the first volume American Jesus Chosen, the second volume American Jesus Messiah. And scheduled to release this year with a third plan to complete the three sets of trilogies. So there you go. There's another. Hey, look, it's American Jesus. And it's set in the 80s. <laughs> Can you imagine all that bad, bad hair? Oh. <laughs> bright color clothes. Uh-huh. Collars up. <clears throat> yep. Collars uh. up. Pop. A lot of. Ding, 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 you know, a lot of Phil Collins playing in the background. Yep. You know, as he's being raised across, I can feel it coming in the air night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's also Chrononauts, which is a uh, sci-fi comedy series that was released back in 2015, which focused on two American time travelers who use their newfound technology to head back in time to some of the most memorable events in pop culture. Um, Corbin Quinn and Danny Riley broadcast their time-traveling escapades on TV, but end up causing havoc with the time stream, as well as getting into a spot of bother with some of the deadliest villains in Earth's history. Okay. All right? Um, it was actually not... It wasn't originally planned for a comic book, rather. It was a short film that Ridley Scott had wanted Miller to make for a special showcase financed by the gaming company. But when that fell through, he decided to expand into a graphic novel. Okay. Um, um, then there's Empress. It is a graphic novel of a story of the Earth's first rulers set 50, 65 million years before our human race arrived on the planet. Uh, Emporia is the queen of an evil intergalactic dictator who decides to leave her husband with her three children with the help of her trusted bodyguard. But one doesn't pick up and leave their tyrant of a spouse, which are... Uh, Our heroine, Sue, finds out she attempts to take on Annie, um, her 15-year-old daughter. The lovable orphan. (laughs) Daddy Warbucks adopts. She finds out as she attempts to take Annie, her 15-year-old daughter. The sun will come out tomorrow. Uh, Adam, her 10-year-old son, um, who, and this is a quote, she knows would not survive the trials ahead to be an elite ruler, and her 18-month-old baby back to her homeworld. It was originally released via Marvel's Icon imprint in 2016. Okay. He uh, then teamed up with Stuart Eminem to bring the sci-fi tale to life, and it's definitely an epic film or television series in the making. Okay. All right, so it's so, so rare to see a female lead sci-fi franchise empress can be the perfect choice. Another one's called Reborn. Guess what this one's about? Reborn? Yeah. Uh, somebody dies and comes back to life? Uh, well, it's not often you get a comic book centered on an 80-year-old, but Reborn is exactly that. <laughs> uh, the fantasy series uh, follows Bonnie Black, an old woman living out the rest of her life in a nursing home after her family and friends have passed away. When she has a stroke and dies in the opening pages, Bonnie realizes there's no heaven or hell, just a fantasy world that's a cross between Lord of the Rings and Mad Max. What? She's back in her 20-year-old body. She finds herself reborn... As the, as the world's savior caught in the middle of a conflict between heavenly Adsteria and the hellish Darklands. 
<laughs> is there is there any good ones um, besides the, 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 <laughs> the Kingsman? Uh, well, there's Huck. You might try this one. All right. Uh, Huck is basically um, after being traumatized by Superman's murder of Zod in Man of Steel, uh, he wrote Huck. Huck's a, a it's quite a feat considering comic book writers known for filling his graphic novels with series violence but it has inspired him to create the Forrest Gump of superheroes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. Huck Please is, go on. Huck is a gas station attendant uh-huh. who has both learning difficulties as well as special abil- abilities that his town keeps secret. Each day he goes and does one good deed, which Miller describes as being as small as finding a lost necklace or as enormous as rescuing a hostage in Afghanistan. But the world doesn't know of his super kindness until an outsider brings a media store to his small town. (laughs) And Netflix is raising their prices for all this? Well, it's a lot of content. I mean, again, these are just, you know, it could work. You know, I don't know, but, you know, the golly gee, what are the careers? I'm, uh, let me help you out with that car. And he lifts it up so you can change a tire. (laughs) Like, you know, he's a nice guy, you know? He inspires hope. <laughs> That's what what's the H stand for? Huck? No, hope. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, then that I mean, because it's like it's like uh, no, I, I I can't. I. Well, then maybe you should try your uh, your luck at Jupiter's Legacy, Ed. All right, let's try this. It's uh his it's Miller's longest running comic book. Okay. And it was series. It's a series that was heavily influenced by Star Wars, Roman mythology. And shed uh, loads of origin stories from classic comics. Okay. It follows the children of the world's greatest superheroes, Brandon and Chloe, who have powers themselves, but use their abilities for fame and fortune rather than helping others. <laughs> okay. As as the infighting in their super family called the Union become more violent, volatile, they are drawn into opposite sides of the battle. All right. So it's brother and sister against each other in an epic battle. Right. But to kind of coincide, there is a Jupiter Circle, which is a prequel to Jupiter's le- legacy, described as the Mad Men of superhero comics. It follows the lives of the parents of the elders of the original <laughs> series, the, the founding union members during the 1950s and 60s, as they deal with J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover, closeted homosexuality, extramarital affairs, and the stress of leading double lives as the Silver Age superheroes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, then you might not find this one humorous either because it's called The Unfunnies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This may look like a kid's comic book series, Ed, but it's actually adult as fuck. The Unfunnies is a, was a four-issue comedy horror series and one of the first to be released under the Miller Word umbrella. Uh-huh. As Miller described it, quote, Imagine you rented It's a Wonderful Life Part 2, starring all the same people as the original, or Little Mermaid 3 animated in exactly the same style, but the opening scene had Ariel's dad busted for child molestation, or James Stewart sneaking into a mortuary for a little skull fucking. (laughs) 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 The comic juxtaposed the dark subject matter with uh, this guy Anthony Williams' Hanna-Barbera-like illustrations, as it follows the Crow family and how they're caught up in crime they have no knowledge of. 
Though this is a Miller World series, there's no mention of it on an official website, leading some to believe Miller has excommunicated the unfunnies from his bibliography. That doesn't mean Netflix won't turn it into an animated series and add it to their already bursting roster of adult animation. Wow. That sounds terrible. <laughs> All of them. Well, then you're not going to like MPH, probably. Right. Because this one, uh, Miller teamed up with Duncan Fergarado for his miniseries following a group of hard luck teens in Motor City who discovered that after taking a street drug called MPH, they gained the power of super speed. Of course, these youths don't use their fast and furious abilities to save the world, but rather make a quick buck. How much did how much did uh... I didn't say how much they paid for it. Um all right. I I'm kind of curious cuz I think uh I think next next <laughs> got screwed. <laughs> well, there's um Nemesis, which is he teamed up with his Now remember Miller also wrote Old Man Logan. So kind of Yeah, know, and I'm not saying he's not a bad writer. I'm not, not, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not, you know. Just some of these ideas you can't see how well it worked from paper to television. Exactly. Right. All right. Well, he teamed up with uh, Nemesis with his old man Logan illustrator, uh, Steve McKibben, for this comic book, which tells the story of Matt Anderson, a billionaire genius who's the world's greatest fighter hell-bent on avenging the death of his beloved parents. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? (laughs) 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 However, his parents were villains, and so is he. Wearing a costume, the seriously bad guy... Travels to the uh, the world to kill top cops, but returns to D.C. to take down Blake Morrow, the police chief who captured his parents. Now, that's interesting. That's that's interesting. That's no, that's interesting. Uh, all right. That that one that one I can almost go. You know what? It's kind of like Batman reverse, like, right. like opposite Batman. Like how would the if Batman went the other way? Right. What right. would happen? And that's OK. I'm like, OK, that one I'm interested in slightly. All right, then there's slightly. Then there's Starlight. Starlight. Uh huh. Starlight. This one, just by the picture alone, looks like it's going to be like a, a, a Flash Gordon type thing. Looks right? like yeah. All right, Duke McQueen was a legendary intergalactic hero in his prime, but long after, but after a long career of battling space villains, he's retired to spend the rest of his days in peace with his wife and kids. All right, sounds kind of average right now. Okay. His retri- retirement doesn't last long though as he's called into action one last time after a message from a distant world. Yeah, from a... So, it's not the first time Miller has centered a comic book on an aging superhero. Old Man Logan is a testament to that. But Starlight has a far more Buck Rogers feel. Okay. All right. Then you're Superior. (laughs) Ready? All right. Superior is a story of Simon Pooney. A uh, 12-year-old boy suffering from multiple sclerosis. Already a laugh, rat, laugh fest right there. Uh, who becomes his favorite superhero called Superior. Um, he's, he gets that by being granted a wish by a demon masquerading as a space monkey. Think Tom Hanks big meets Superman with a lot of depth. And you've got Superior. Superior. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like Shazam, uh, right, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, little kid turns into a superhero. All right. All right. Is there many more? Yeah, two more. Two more. Super Crooks. Ready? Super Crooks. Uh-huh. All right. You know, everyone loves a good a good bad guy. It's sure, a... sure. Why not? All right. Yeah, okay. It's super Crooks is Super Villains meets Ocean's Eleven. 
as it follows eight retired bad guys teaming up against for, again for a heist. But this is no easy task, as their target is the world's most notorious crime boss. Last year, it was confirmed that uh, Waypoint Enter- Entertainment, who produced Shane's Black, the nice guys, excuse me, has acquired the film rights to Super Crooks after Mil- Miller met with the producers and was wowed by their plans and the scale they were working on. Alright? Alright. And last but not least, Wanted. Alright, Wanted was, everyone's seen the movie Wanted. Yes. Okay. This would basically be, it's his first comic book to be turned into a movie, and as though the narrative veered away from the original supervillain storyline, the comic book writer was pretty happy with the final product starring James McAvoy and Angelina Jolie. Right. Uh, the comic book series follows deadbeat wimp Wesley, who discovers that he's the son of a supervillain assassin and asks to join a powerful organization of supervillains called the Fraternity, who control the world in secret. All right, now, there's been much talk of a sequel to the first film, but, you know, it'd be great to see Netflix do a more faithful adaptation of the okay. comic book. Right. Well, I mean, that's pretty much, uh, that, that's kind of his Miller-verse. All right. Um, that one, the secret uh, Kai Kingsman, and that, uh, what was the... Th- the backward <laughs> nemesis, the, the backwards backward Batman one. Right. They, they all sound pretty good. Yeah. The dinosaur one, that's going to fail right away. I know that <laughs> because because how many dinosaur shows have really made it? Because I remember there was that one show on Fox. Of course, it's against Fox, so you really can't put anything to that because they always screw it up somehow. But nobody was interested. It was like it, it ran normal and everything, but nobody nobody cared because right. it was like it was so boring and it was just not exciting at all. Some people liked it, but not many. Not enough to. Uh, uh, was that the one with the not the mama? No, no, no. That's dinosaurs. Oh. That was good. That one <laughs> I enjoyed. Right. That I would like to see again. That do a gritty reality version. Of that. That's right. Not my mother. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that you know, Superior could be a, be good if it again need a trailer. Right. It, I mean, you need to see something more than just what they're describing because you're like. Ooh, that's just, you know, it's like, oh, uh, it could work, but it's 50-50. And I think this is a long shot. I mean, like, is everybody trying to buy Dark Horse? I mean, like, there's some good characters in that one that they people could pull out. Uh, some, yeah, I don't some know. Some great, great stories out of that one. I was so. hoping to finally see, like, the, one of my uh, one of my favorite comic run was The, the Boys, where it was kind of like a, a, an adult version of, like, super cops taking down superheroes and supervillains. Yeah. You know, but there was like this government conspiracy and um, the superheroes weren't as decent as you would think they were. Right. Because like when you're, when you can punch people through like, you know, their face, how do you tell them to stop? Like, how do you police them? Right. So, um, and they kind of have like almost like God complexes. Like, and, and it was a really, really good, run mm-hmm. so I, I hope that it's not a miller book but i would like to see that become a a, a show right of some sort because i think that it would have to be like a netflix or an hbo because of the content subject matter of some of the things that these characters do that are pretty vile and disgusting but no one stops them because who can like right you know the motivation behind your hero is pretty like when i when you find out you're like oh i can't believe that shit happened like fuck like, you kind of start, like, going, oh, now I know why these guys are doing it. They're all, like, some sort of personal vendetta against these superpower power, power beings. I mean, you could do it, like, on an AMC almost. Because, like, AMC, like, Preacher was kind of 
a little graphic at some points. You know, there was some there were some scenes where it was just like, whoa, like there's a scene right. where the with the second season where there's there they were trying to find a new uh henchman for this for this organization. Okay. And it was called the, the the Grail and they were keeping up the religious thing. And the guy that they get to do this, like, he has to fight another guy to the death, right? Okay. So he has to it's like a wrestling match almost. And first off, he distracts him and he goes the guy comes up and he goes, I apologize for what I'm about to do, but this is just because I want the job. And he's on the ground and the guy has him in a, in a chokehold. Well, he starts masturbating <laughs> and the guy's like, like, like freaking out. So then all of a sudden he flips him and he starts like beating the crap out of him. And then that like, goes off camera. Then he goes and finds something like you, you, you see him with like a big, like a uh, uh, lamp thing uh-huh. and runs across and you just hear him beating him and wow. screaming, you know, like kind of thing. It's like the, the just the, the right. visuals in your head that you're playing. You're like, wow, that was great. Like, right. I'm like, they shoot the masturbation. Feed <laughs> <laughs> <Being> the guy. <laughs> couldn't, that, couldn't do that. Could they? <laughs> masturbating. Okay. Yeah, masturbating's fine. But <laughs> smashing his head in with a bat. Nope. Sorry. Right. <laughs> oh, there you have it, folks. I was Geeksters. Hope you enjoyed it. If you, <laughs> boom. If you did, please tell your friends and go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to catch the podcast version of the show, where there might be some bonus stuff, who knows, you can always go to the About section on our Facebook page or go to wordsweekgeeks.com or on any podcast app in your Google phone. Or iTunes as well. iTunes as well. That's yes. right. It's free. Uh, but in the meantime, if you do want to catch the show again, we're here every Sunday night starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio's apps. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com, and that's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week, folks. Bye! Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. So, uh, there you have it. That was part two mm-hmm. of our grand show. Uh, also, I had a little tip of information that when we were doing our um, new releases, mm-hmm. um, I noticed on the Digital Bits forum that at the Com- New York Comic Con, they announced that Batman the Animated Series is hitting Blu-ray sometime in 2018. Nice. For the 25th anniversary. Nice. Yeah, I know. I can remember so I'm on pennies now. <laughs> yes, I know I have it on DVD, but I, I, I'm hoping, my hope against hope is the fact that they added, it's going to look nice because mm-hmm. they, when they did, um, when it first hit DVD, they had this like, nice little box set right. that opened up and had like a booklet and stuff like that. I'm kind of hoping that maybe they'll do something special like that for the 25th anniversary that can be like, Look at this. <laughs> like, look at this. It comes with a book. And maybe it'll be like, you know, like a real, like extra bonus stuff, like a mm-hmm. retrospect on Batman the Animated Series 25 years later. You know? Matchbox carvers, a uh, matchbox of the uh, of the Batmobile. Yeah. <coughs> it would be nice. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it because, I mean, you know, I, I, I like that show. It was a great show. It was an awesome show. I love that show. Um, well, so there you have it, folks. I mean, uh, thanks for listening. If you do want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, 
iTunes Radio and tune in. It's our search for Radio and those apps. And if you enjoyed our show, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Uh, we did get a few likes over the course of the week, but I didn't look at the phone, so I'm, uh, those people who liked us this past week, thank you. Yes, thanks. Peace out. Um, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard or saw on the show, you can... It's all on our website. Yeah, you know, okay. you know, our, our Facebook page, Geeksters. <laughs> Give us a like. You can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.